Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up. Challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. This is Andy filling in for Sam or Robbie or who you, whoever's usually here. But uh, we're excited to have you. Welcome. We have Sam uh, via satellite uh, uh, calling in. And we're, we're kind of running a skeleton crew this time, aren't we, guys? It's about a skeleton, and it's yeah. been in a long time. I'm a long way from a skeleton. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, as I look around that room, Rodney's the only one. That's <laughs> Thanks, well, Sam. If you were here to look. <laughs> you can't look around the room. You're on the phone. Well, yeah, but I know you guys well, so I know. So we're, uh, today we're talking about um, another topic related to boot camp, but you know, I'm I'm not. You know, the Eve caller is out. Robbie's not here, so we're not going to talk about Eves. We're just we're about two and a half weeks out from boot camp, coming up soon. But uh, we'll wait till he gets back to start throwing out Eve counts again. So you yeah. can do the math at home. But uh, glad to have you. Uh, we got an interesting show. I'll let Sam talk a little bit about the topic. We think we we did a poll around the room, and I believe it was Robbie's topic. And then he goes, you know, out out of the yeah out of he's out of town so uh we're left with the topic so sam you want to set the topic up for us no not especially (laughs) (laughs) but but i will yeah but i will Uh, okay yeah the the topic is you know we have these covenants it's not covenants of silence yeah covenants of silence (laughs) not cone but covenant Uh, not not cones but covenants i get confused but we have these covenants of silence at boot camp where you go out and you spend this quiet time with God, and if you've never done it, it sounds like, really? How's that work? Well, you just go out and you're quiet with God, and you ask Him some stuff, and God will talk to you about what He wants to talk to you about. And so, really, just conversations with the Trinity, you know, because you, you're, you're talking to all three at once, and maybe one at a time. I don't know how it all works, but, you know, they all know what's going on, and so, you know, you may be talking to the Holy Spirit, but, you know, you're really kind of talking to all three, so we're calling them Trinity Conversations, and especially regarding around, you know, around boot camps. Yeah, I think whenever you do the talks or sit there and listen to a talk, you know, we were talking about this before, is, you know, why does talk, why does, yeah, we're here, can you hear us? Hello? Uh... Well, Sam's having uh, audio problems, so we'll keep on going. I'm having audio. Yeah. Uh, now I'm back. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, we can hear you. All right. Did I set anything up, or did it go completely gone? Uh, no, we. You set it up. I was kind of taking the uh, handoff from that. But um, anyway, we're just talking about boot camp. We you hear the talks and these covenant silences is just an opportunity for you to go out 
and really get quiet and let God talk to you. The problem with us in our day-to-day life was a lot of times we're busy and we don't take time to hear. Plus, you know, in combination with the talks that you hear, it's usually a topic that's really pricked your heart and the Holy Spirit started working on you. It's just an opportunity for God to follow up on that. So, you know, it's a powerful time, and I think each one of us have heard some really uh, – Cool things from God. Everybody has testimonies of what God speaks at boot camp. One of the points I wanted to make, though, too, is is that, you know, it usually just gets the pump uh, pump primed. You usually hear from God on those particular topics. He starts talking to you at boot camp, even after boot camp. So, so um, we're going to jump into uh, clips now. Danny, you want to set yours up? Yeah, our, my clip is from The Shack, um, and it's a, though it's a fictional movie, it, it really opened up my life to more of who God is and maybe who he's not. And the the clip is where Mac, the character meets, uh, meets the Trinity for the first time at at the shack. And it's an interesting exchange and and it's beautiful the way they kind of lay it out. So you can play it. Mackenzie Allen Phillips. Mama, look at you. Do I know you? Not very well, but we can work on that. I've been so looking forward to this, to finally see you face to face. Can I take your coat and that gun? We wouldn't want anyone to get hurt, now would we? I understand. It's confusing. We all do. You will do this on your terms and time. How about some introductions? I'm Alusia. I have a lot of names, but that's one of my favorites. Or if you want, you can call me what Nan does. You know Nan? Oh, yes. Very well. Are you saying that you're I am. The I am. I am that I am. (laughs) Look at that. Already quoting scripture. You bet my son. Great to see you, Mac. Your son? Of course. And, um, son are you? Daru. (laughs) (laughs) Seria. It means a breath of wind. So, which one of you is... I am. And you have no idea how much I love you. You know, I I sent you guys a a text the other day. I had a good Mm -hmm. friend, Dr. J.L. Williams, who... uh, he was doing a teaching on the Trinity one time, and he said, if you understood the Trinity, you'd be the fourth member. And, you know, it's so true that those conversations, and I love what's already been said, that, you know, you are talking to the Trinity. Mm. And I think God laid it out that way so that we could experience him in a way we needed mm-hmm. to at any given time. And you know, my first story is not a boot camp story, mm-hmm. so I'm probably going to be exiled after this. So I'm going to make <laughs> this run good. So, um, yeah, I went with Jim Vitti to a men's camp there in Asheboro mm-hmm. and didn't know where I was. And, and 
I had not known God or even thought of God as Father, I don't think, up until this point. Just that God who sat on the throne, who was in judgment and had about three lightning bolts with (laughs) Danny Marsh's name on it. And just one more time, you know, and then this guy taught about God being Abba Father and that you could crawl up in his Mm -hmm. lap and talk to him. And I had never thought of God that way. And, And my whole life changed at that moment knowing then that, you know, and just, mm-hmm. just cracked the surface of being able to encounter him that way. You know, I knew him as Jesus as Lord and Savior mm-hmm. and knew a little bit growing up Baptist about maybe there was a Holy Spirit or mm-hmm. something. And But the encounters in that, and, you know, so that was kind of my first experience with even a conversation with God as Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tell you, it, the father seemed to me to be very inaccessible. Not not that he didn't love me, but he was just kind of busy taking care of the universe and wasn't really totally involved. So, yeah, I, I hear you on the, the view of father. And that kind of speaks to the fact that we're all going to see him differently because I had a wonderful father, so I had no problem relating mm-hmm. to God the father. In fact, uh, in some of my more sacrilegious days, I said I didn't really pray through Jesus. I cut out the middleman and went straight to the source. But and in retrospect, I think back on that man, I was really in the wrong place then, and I was. But Danny, one of the things I love about the clip, and I actually that was the first thing I looked at was that clip. But then I couldn't really relate it to mine, and I still wanted to play it. So I'm so happy you did. One of the things in that clip I love is there's you've got uh, a female that reminded me of someone that, well, I'll just say it, they made that helped raise me as a child, and she was such a wonderful example of God to me that it uh, that really hit me because she sort of reminded me of her. But one of the things that said in the movie later that's real meaningful is that she says I appeared this way because that's what you'd accept and mm-hmm. God is going to look different to each one of us and he'll come to us in a way that we will see him as God and it's not going to be the same for each of us Yeah, and, and later on in the movie he appears as, as a man and he says because you need a father today and it's just interesting yeah. So God does show up in many different ways to many different people. So thank goodness. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there is a, there's some scripture that backs up the whole mothering aspect of God, that we need a comforter. I mean, the Holy Spirit is looked at that way, I think. But, you know, I think there's much more, um, much more to, to the depth of God, of what we see, even in our thoughts of, what he is as father you know it goes beyond that well if you go back to creation where he says we created them male and female in our image right. yeah so and the words that are used there and i'm not the hebrew that jim and uh <laughs> robbie are and i ain't even gonna attempt to go there but the uh, the word there means almost like china it's it's a mm-hmm. delicacy that you know because men are rough like buckets so yeah. to speak and women are the fine china Different purposes, different things, but equal values kind of thing. So, 
So I want to hold off on getting a clip before the break. Anybody else got anything? Sam, you have anything on on that clip or anything? Yeah, that clip is pretty powerful from the standpoint, you know, it's it's very direct but very loving. You know, and as God spoke with me, you know, there's nothing condemning in it, mm-hmm. right? When he, when when the, the the father figure or the mother figure in this case is, is speaking to Mac, there's nothing condemning, and it's all very direct, very honest, and very truthful, but in a loving way. And that's the way God's always responded to me. You know, it's never been condemning. It's never been... You know, it can be convicting, and that's two two separate things. But it's it's very loving all the time. Yeah, yep. your brothers here are condemning, but <laughs> the father is convicting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make sure we distinguish between the two different ones. Yeah, everything has a purpose. A- a- yeah, a- absolutely. Brothers are different categories. Yes, <laughs> except except Jesus, the Son, that brother. He's he's a little bit better than the rest of us brothers. Yeah, he's the best big brother. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to go to a break, but uh, just remember the boot camp coming up. We're all excited about it. About two and a half weeks away, March 31st through April 3rd. We're really looking forward to having you go to MasculineJourney.org to check out what we have there, particularly with the boot camp and other things. Hope to see you there. Be a thermostat, not a thermometer. Which one are you and which is the right one for the true commentary? True Commentary with Stu Epperson, author of the book, Last Words of Jesus. Thank you to our many listeners, affiliates, and friends who corrected me. Yes, even Christian radio commentators get it wrong sometimes, but my heart was in the right place. You are to be, we are to be thermostats. What does that mean? We set the tone. We bring the energy of Christ into the room. We're not wavering back and forth. The thermometer measures the temperature. The thermostat sets the temperature. Are you bringing with you the positive, encouraging energy of the Lord Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit? Be a thermostat, not a thermometer. Get this right and watch the atmosphere in the room change every time you enter. True Commentary with Stu Epperson, author of the book, Last Words of Jesus. Available now in bookstores. Learn more at lastwordsofjesus.com. The voice of truth tells me a different story. The voice of truth says, Do not be afraid. And the voice of truth says, This is for my glory. Out of all the voices calling out to me, I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. Welcome back to the Masculine Journey Radio Show, The Voice of Truth. We want you to come to the next boot camp and hear the voice of truth. Sam, that was your clip, and I love it. You beat me to it. Um, perfect. Uh, well, a lot of times we talk, have songs that uh, that support listening and hearing from God and, I, and, and and the Word of God, and I love that song. Sam. Yeah, you know, it's it either that one or Word of God Speak. Yeah. <laughs> True. You know, uh, it's it's the two that go back and forth, but you always love the Casting Crown song, Voice of Truth, because there are things clamoring at our attention. I know I kind of stumbled through that word, but (laughs) they're trying to get our attention. Um, You know, and it's the enemy, it's the world, it's the old self, it's, it's, uh, you know, those things that I've always used to try to get through life, you know, those old ways about me, and, you know, hearing his voice is what we're really after. Absolutely. 
you know, we hear in this day and age, there's a whole lot of lies out there, a lot of fake news, a lot of stuff that's not true, a lot of, you know, the enemy loves to take a twist. It says a thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but he's the father of lies. And, you know, that truth that we, so important. A lot of times men, when they come to a boot camp, I know I did, brought a lot of baggage with me, and I brought a lot of lies that I believed over time. We call them agreements. And so the voice of truth will be there at the boot camp. Man, Andy, you're bursting my bubble. There's really lies out there being told? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Everything you hear, you oh. can believe, right? Oh, man, yeah. Just Google it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. The old Googler machine, that'll <laughs> tell you. Yeah, all you need to know. Need just a good Googler. So while we got you on the, on the mic, Sam, let's, uh, you can go ahead and set up your, uh, your clip. Yeah, my clip is one we've used from time to time. Um, in regards to boot camp, it's from the movie Bagger Vance. And what's happened, if you haven't seen the movie, his main character, Juna, has gone off to war uh, with all of his, you know, uh, World War One, where they sent everybody locally together in the same group, and he's the only one that came back alive. He happened to be the leader, and he takes a lot of that on himself and withdraws completely from everybody, just tries to, to stay completely out of anyone's focus until the Holy Spirit character in uh, Bagger Vance comes in. And so he's been working with Juna to get him back. And it's at the point where he has to make some decisions of what he's going to believe, either the old lies, the old things the enemies told him, or is he going to follow what Bagger says and step into the truth and step into what he calls his authentic swing. And so we'll go ahead and play it, and then I'll talk about it. You're going to be one a different club there, Juna? I can't do this. Hey, you might should just loose your grip up a smidge. You know, a man's grip on his club is like it's a man's grip. It's not what I'm on... talking about. I know. No, you don't. What I'm talking about is a game. A game that can't be won, only played. You don't understand. I don't need to understand. Ain't a soul on this entire earth ain't got a burden to carry. He don't understand. You ain't alone in that. But you've been carrying this one long enough. Time to go on. Lay it down. I don't know how. You got a choice. You can stop, or you can stop. Start? Walking. Where? Right back to where you always been, and then stand there. Still. Real still. And remember. It's too long ago. Oh, no, sir. It was just a moment ago. Time for you to come on out the shadows, Juna. Time for you to choose. I can't. Yes, you can. But you ain't alone. I'm right here with you. I've been here all along. I played a game. Your game. The one that only you was meant to play. The one that was given to you when you come into this world. You ready? Well, take your stance. Strike that ball, Juna. Don't hold nothing back. Give it everything. Now's the time. Let yourself remember. Remember your swing. That's why, right, Juna. Settle yourself. Let's go. Now is the time, Juna. Well, that, uh, for that clip, you know, for me, it's, um, 
there's been a lot over the years that God's worked with me on wounding, you know, at the different boot camps and outside of boot camps. And and it's been one thing for me to forgive the people that's wounded me. It's been a much harder thing for me to let myself off the hook on things that weren't necessarily my fault. You know, in, the, in this clip, you've got Juno that lives like it's his fault that all these men died. Well, they were in a war. He was doing the best he could. It was not his fault. He was just in charge, and he, and he feels ownership for that, and I can appreciate it. You know, but for me, God's had to come after me a couple distinct times to help me write in my head and in my heart, was I at fault, and what was I at fault for, and what was I not at fault for? In the most recent boot camp, you know, I uh, had struggled in relationship stuff um, quite a bit um, after my divorce and just trying to figure some things out. And through a time of listening prayer and some people speaking into my life, uh, God speaking into my life through a couple people, helped me understand that I was really taking a lot of things on that weren't mine to take on. There were things in the relationship or relationships that I owned that was mine, but I was taking on way too much. And, and when you take something that's not yours, it's not your responsibility, and, and you treat it like it is, enemy holds you in bondage. And that's what he was doing with me, and that's what that clip meant to me. You know, as I was able to, you know, peel back and, and recant those agreements that I owned things that weren't mine, I've really stepped into not just healing and restoration, but freedom. You know, into a place that my heart is just free to really be in a relationship and, and be in a healthy way from my end. And uh, it's it's been amazing just to see what God's done. And, um, you know, I wish he would have done it years ago, but, you know, he does it when it's time. And it was it was pretty cool and, and uh, very encouraging. Yeah, that's cool. I, it's very hard to escape for something you have no control over, right? It's yeah. Right. If you're taking on the ownership of somebody else, but it's it's what we – it's, again, getting to those lies the enemy will take and use against you. You did that, or, or it was you contributed to that. It, you know, you were involved, so therefore you're responsible, and, yeah, that's cool. And you're not going to hear yeah, once that. You take that of, sorry. No, once you take on that agreement, then you own it. Then right. it's what keeps you in bondage. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, Jim. Sorry. I'm used to Sam seeing me stick my <laughs> nose up on the mic and not talk. <laughs> Uh, what I was going to say is in that clip, we see God speaking to him in a way that is unique to him. And one of the lines in that clip that I love is that, uh, you know, it's he's got to play his game. And each of us are in the same position. God's going to speak to us each differently, uh, different quantity, different methods and it will be the best way he can speak to us and we have to seek him and hear his voice in our unique way and as you're going through pain in your life and again like i love the clip a lot because there's every time you unpack it there's Mm -hmm. always more there for you to kind of get but it was just a moment ago Again, yeah. the father of time who lives outside of time yeah. has us in time, and that's all we can relate to is this time thing. And it's just we let that eat us up, and yeah. it's hard to be – I think that's just great advice. No, it was just a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Just go right back to it. We talk about it a lot where 
you know, we use clips, you know, when your younger self, things of that nature, mm-hmm. letting God work on things in your past so that you can get past them mm-hmm. and do some healing to finally bring some restoration. It is a process and it's, it, you're going to have a lot of those moments in time yeah. and you just have to use them as that. And it's hard to do that when you're in the middle of trying to live today. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Scripture says that Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Right. And most of our lives, we're yoked to things we shouldn't be yoked to, and <laughs> we've burdened ourselves with things that don't belong to us. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. One of the things you said kind of triggered in me the fact that we often, in being in time, we'll be stuck with something that was a long time back. But it really is just a moment ago if we haven't let go of it. And it says, you know, he tells Bagger at one point that, you know, you have to play your game and you can stay where you are, you go forward. And a lot of times we aren't willing to go forward because we're holding on to things of the past. And God wants us to let go of those and be free. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and this is saying the same thing around what you all are saying, but – you know, he, he is hung up in the past, no doubt. But what I like is, this is my favorite part of the clip, is it's time to come out of the shadows. And you can't fulfill your purpose and your calling and live out of a wholehearted a whole heart if you're in the shadows. God calls us out of the shadows. And he is stuck there, and therefore he's not really able to, you know, live the life. I mean, you can see it. You can watch Juna all through the setup of what he's going through and the pain and stuff. And, and, but he has a lot to offer, you know, not just on the golf course, but to, to his girlfriend, to other people in the community. He kind of gives hope to that community. Well, he didn't, they didn't, that community didn't really have that hope until he actually came out of the shadows and decided to quit being scared and go for it in, in his golf game. Yeah, it's amazing how we, you know, we just did sports wounds here not too long ago, <laughs> yeah, things right. like that, and we're Don't talking about me. another sports me. movie, and <laughs> just because this is a movie we talked about for that as well. But that's where life's wounds just come at you, and I lived most of my life in my shadow, mm-hmm. and I was just always in the shadow of who I really am, what I really thought, what I really thought I could bring to the table. And you just, you live there and you get so comfortable in that, it becomes your identity. And you're like, no, 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 that's not your identity. And boy, trying to have faith, hope, and trust in what God says about me has been a journey, but it has been a fun journey. Absolutely. Fellas, it's time to come out of these shadows and come to boot camp. We'd love to have you there. Again, it's March 31st through April 3rd. We're really excited at having everybody. We've already got a lot of people signed up, and we want you there with them. We're going to have a great time. Come and join us. Listen to God. He'll tell you, come on over. One of my favorite things about boot camp, well, the favorite thing about boot camp is every time I go, I encounter God. And as anyone that has encountered God knows, generally speaking, it's nothing we expect real encounter with God out of the blue. He knew what I needed. I knew what I wanted. And those two were rarely the same thing. Register today at masculinejourney.org. This is the Truth Network.